Welcome back, magic seekers. Hello. We are back. We missed After you. like a month and a half. You know what? Life just got in the way. Yeah. I was going through a midlife crisis. <laughs> um, we both had our own shit to deal with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we're back. We are back. Yeah. I feel like we took a different unintentional break. And then we yeah. came back and we were like, oh, life, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we did like one, maybe two episodes. And then like life was like, you thought that was bad? Yep. <laughs> I'm about to smack you upside your head. Yep. And then we took a, a long break. Yeah, we did. But we're back. We're back. We really missed doing this. Yeah, we did. Yeah. What was kind of nice? <laughs> hey, Harold. <laughs> Harold just popped in. <laughs> special guest appearance <laughs> um this is real life yeah so we're back and we're doing it yeah Whew. i know i know do yeah. we want to get into a little bit of like what what the last few weeks were also i don't know if anybody's even wondering this just because we didn't record doesn't mean you and i weren't together Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? There was, like, a few times where I came over with the intention. We had the intention of recording. No, like, most weeks you came over <laughs> with the intention of recording, and then I was like... <laughs> well, I think it was, like... You know? And I hope everyone who's listening understands this. There are moments in everyone's life when it's so obvious that something else is more important. Yeah, And totally. I feel like so many of those nights where we were like, great, we're going to record. Awesome. Guys, and then like coming over, it's like something else is more important right we now. We had good intentions. Yeah. I thought I could do it like a, like a, like a few weeks there. I was like, yeah, I'm ready. And then I saw Christine and then she gave me one of her best hugs ever. And I was just like, <laughs> I can't do it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just talk for three hours. <laughs> I was like, yes, yes, let's do that. <laughs> We can do that without, without the microphones. A, without a microphone <laughs> in my face. Um, but yeah, um, I feel like earlier on, because I think we've been gone for like a month and a half at yeah, this I point. Yeah, I think so too. Um, the first two weeks, there was like, it was just like a lot of life. Mm-hmm. And then um, I was kind of in like a really low place, just like deciding what I need to do for the rest of my life or what I Mm. want to do for the rest of my life. Um, So I decided to end the era of Daisy Natives. Mm. And the last day will be December 10th. And that's been really, really hard for me. And I feel like now I can talk about it because now I'm in such a good place about it. Um. And if you follow Daisy Natives on Instagram, you I posted this week. Um, and it like I watched my video back just like t- like telling you guys like what's up. <laughs> and I was like, wow, I look like I, I have my shit together. I almost look like not even phased. Yeah, that's by so it. true. Um, but but just know that that's not true. Like I have not been okay for mm-hmm. a very long time. Um, this, this took a, a good couple weeks, few months of just like breaking down every day, just like trying to decide if this is the right choice. Um, but I decided that it is and, um, I'm at peace with that and I'm excited for the next chapter. Um, and I, I'm proud of myself for getting to this point. Fuck yes. Um, so yeah the plan is to keep the daisy natives instagram account and just turn it into my personal account and just start posting my personal things and hopefully some influencer stuff yeah which we were talking about Mm -hmm. i've always i've wanted to do since i mean since i met you before daisy natives was even an idea yeah um but now i'm gonna have time to do that um so yeah um and i did want to mention that like like me ending daisy natives does feel like a breakup Mm -hmm. 
like I feel like it wasn't it was so good and magical for like five years yeah and then it just like but the pandemic hit and then it just like kind of faded into nothing um and I was just like holding on hoping something would change Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like and not wanting to like break this off because it's all I've ever known for seven years yeah and I've put my heart and soul into it um and then deciding to end it it's just like it's very difficult yeah very very difficult um but i know right now that this is the right choice yeah and this has been the best chapter of my life Mm. and i'm ready to close the book and move on wow yeah yeah definitely light years away from where you were a few weeks ago with everything. yeah you you saw that girl we were on the floor here just like crying yeah i've never seen you cry so hard <laughs> yeah but like we <clears throat> we've talked about it so much over the last few weeks and i'm sure we'll continue talking about it as time goes by yeah but yeah it was just so fucking beautiful but looking at it like a relationship is such a great way to look at it yeah you know you gave so much of it and i think we've said this before and i think we've even said it on the podcast you've grown and changed so much since you started daisy natives Mm -hmm. and i think that who to fit who you are now into that mold would have in a way dimmed your light i think so too i think you're absolutely right yeah yeah i i've been struggling with that for so long just because i feel like i just like I'm an Enneagram 4. I just romanticize life. And I Mm -hmm. just, like, I don't know. I just need to find magic in the mundane. Mm -hmm. And I was, like, so desperately trying to, like, wring out some magic of Daisy Natives the past two years. And it was, there was nothing. Yeah. There was absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um. So I'm just going to go find some new mu- new magic in my life. You're literally seeking the magic. Literally seeking <laughs> magic. <laughs> um, <clears throat> what do you feel like is something you're going to miss? Um, like seeing people with my products. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm... Mm-hmm. I... I <laughs> I hope I hope that now that I've made the decision to like hold on to the Daisy Natives Instagram and yeah. with my already established following that I'll be able to connect even more mm-hmm. with the people who choose to follow me. Yeah. Um but in a different way. And I feel like I'll be able to be more present too. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was so wrapped up in the bullshit of like owning a small business it's it's not easy to run a small business Mm -hmm. because you are barely being creative barely connecting with your audience Mm -hmm. you're spending most time doing bullshit like business stuff um so i i am really hoping that this will like make me and the people who choose to follow me like even more solid yeah you know and i after my announcement on tuesday wednesday um i got so many amazing responses and i'm so grateful for that yeah i literally had a dream like not too long like last week that after I made this announcement, 20,000 people unfollowed me. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh, okay. Cool. Okay, cool. You were here for the pink and sequins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, but just like getting so much good feedback is definitely putting my mind at ease because people trust me. Mm-hmm. I trust myself that I'll be able to make, I'll be able to keep Daisy Natives, a beautiful, 
place, but yeah. just under a different name yeah. and no product. Like, Daisy Natives is literally me. Yep. So, um, it's just going to be more me. Mm-hmm. But, like, raw, which I'm excited about. And without the pressure of, like, oh, my God, I have to make something that you guys are going to like. And, oh, my God, I hope it sells. And, oh, my God, am I posting enough? Am I, like, it? so much of it is just going to be so natural to you. Right. You know, instead of, oh, yeah, like. Yeah, I really hope so. Yeah. And I, I know it will be because I already got some uh, good stuff up my sleeve, so. And it's all the creative things that you enjoy. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. And it's pretty fucking awesome to see you come full circle. Literally when we first became friends and you were talking about starting a blog, like a just like a personal blog. Mm -hmm. And to see you then go down the path of Daisy Natives, but then now come back full circle to this moment. I'm like, wow. Wow. I, I honestly think it's just like what I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Since... I was like in my late teens when Instagram first became a thing. I was like, well, this is what I want to do. I love social media. I love connecting with people. Yeah, there's some bullshit sides of it, but I love like documenting my life through like showing my creative side. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to make a business out of that. Yeah. But this is just going to be a little bit different. But I'm excited for it. Yeah. I think it's really great. Yeah. It'll be really fun to see all the fun new ways to challenge yourself creatively. I know. So much of your creativity had to get... It just had to. It was a business that was making money. So, like, it had to get wrapped up somewhat in a way that was like, will this sell? Right. And now it's just like, I love it. Here it is. Right. You know? Like, this is... this picture this video this entire vibe all of it this is me and i hope you enjoy it right as opposed to like oh if i make it in a different color do i think it'll sell better than if i make it in that color like exactly so many teeny tiny details exactly and i'm excited to showcase like more small businesses that i love Mm -hmm. instead of just pushing daisy natives product down people's throats yeah like there are so many brands that I love and wear and have in my home and I'm gonna be able to like showcase that yeah and just like hopefully you know support small businesses and Mm. it's gonna be great yeah I think so too I think um I think people are just going to be able to really enjoy you. Yeah. You know, without any of the extra added stress that you have been dealing with. Yeah. I think it'll be really helpful. Yeah. That's the hope. I'm excited. (laughs) So there's that. Oh, I'm glad you're feeling so good about it all. Thanks, girl. I know it was. Took a while. A hard decision. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's a huge chapter of your life. Yeah. And everyone's been so supportive. Yeah. Like, Harold's been so supportive about, like, I mean, like, the financial decision. Mm-hmm. Um, at this point, we decided that it's Daisy Natives is, um, I'm spending more money mm-hmm. um, make, trying to make Daisy Natives work that just stopping it for right now and trying to focus on my next creative adventure Mm -hmm. is is going to be good yeah um obviously if it doesn't work i will find something else yeah um but this is what i want to do this is what i want to focus on and harold's on board and I am lucky enough to have a partner yeah. to um, agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am very grateful. And that's been one of the, obviously one of the biggest stressors yeah. is like the financial aspect of it. Um, but it's just the fact like yeah. we're spending, me and him are spending more money trying to make Daisy Natives work. Yeah. Um, so we're just not going to do it anymore. And yeah. 
my mom has been so supportive and you have been so supportive. And that's like, that's like my trifecta. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm just like really, really grateful for you guys for cheering me on. And, um, and you guys trust me. Like I, I can, I can say it till I'm blue in the face, Mm -hmm. but just hearing it back and, um, from all of you guys just being like yes you can do this yeah and you will be able to make this work is just the assurance that i needed yeah so i'm very grateful i feel like that is a true testament to the community that you built yeah like i've said it before and i don't think i'll ever stop saying it there are people who follow daisy natives because of business absolutely there's plenty of businesses that i follow Mm -hmm. but there is a significant amount of people that follow Daisy Natives because they're following you. Yeah. And I don't see them going anywhere anytime yeah. soon because you have built that community and you have made so many people feel seen and understood and special and you've been so relatable. Like people are here for you and I don't I don't yeah. see that stopping um just because you're switching gears. Because I think while the products were always amazing, a lot of the reasons why people were supporting Daisy Natives because they were supporting you. Yeah. So I think it's going to be a great transition because, like yeah. you said, it's just more you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, me too. Wow. So there it is. It's officially on the podcast. Officially on the podcast. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna tell everyone to listen to this because I feel like they got like a little clip of it when i posted it on daisy natives but i like i feel like i i just went into more depth yeah and my thought process is like all out yeah on the 15 minutes that we just recorded so (laughs) um so yeah hopefully that'll make people understand a little bit more and even like be able to understand and connect with my me emotionally a little bit more yeah, too Yeah, because you made a good point when you recorded that you seemed so relaxed when you said it which i think is wonderful but to get to that point it was a journey yes yeah yeah and i want i want people to hear like how much of a struggle it's been yeah um just because it like the end of something is never easy yeah that's very true so especially something that you put so much of yourself into yeah yeah so enough of enough about that (laughs) honestly i feel like i we could continue talking about all of that because i I think it's it's just i know it's a heartbreaking experience yeah but also it's an incredibly beautiful one um it reminds me of that quote that's like it hurts because it mattered yeah and then it's like this is hard because you love it so much because you love what you created and what you made and yeah there was a portion of that time that you spent with Daisy natives where it was just like oh my god it could not have been better you know and exactly um but i think it's really brave to switch gears like that mm-hmm. to be able to say like no this isn't working for me anymore And I think that there are so many times when we get caught up in just the cycle of things that we stay in things so much longer than we need to. Yeah. And like so much longer than it's good for our soul. Yeah. That's what I was feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And also, it's really fucking hard to walk away sometimes for from things that don't fit us anymore, like relationships, like businesses, Mm -hmm. like so many things. And so... To, and I, I feel like I've probably already I know I've already said this to you so I know I'm repeating it to you but like you literally said I love this thing but I love me more mm-hmm. you know and and you're making yourself the priority right now and you're yeah. going after what you want and what you want to be doing and mm-hmm. making other dreams that you have come true in right. the process and yeah it's like Daisy Natives is an extension of me mm-hmm and but i'm doing what's best for me yeah at the same time which means walking away from Mm -hmm. this piece of me and starting something else yeah and like like growing 
blooming in a different way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I know I've said this to you before, too, just in general in life, not even just with Daisy Natives, but I feel like I always get excited for the people that we become. Mm-hmm. And I get so excited to eventually meet those people. Yeah. That I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow, the journey you're about to go on and experience and in the process grow. Like, I'm so excited to then meet that version of you because you're going to be giving it your all and you're going to be doing this thing that you've always been wanting to do. And and it's so exciting to see you finally do it. And it is brave and it's scary and it's so many different emotions wrapped up because it is hard to walk away from something. But I think that... um, yeah, I think it's just going to be really fucking awesome. I think so, too. Yeah. This is really exciting. Thanks. And also, if anybody who's listening is sad at this news, we get that. We totally yeah, get that. definitely. But also, please know that uh, right now we're definitely trying to focus on the light. Yeah. Also, I'm not going anywhere. Daisy exactly. Natives was just me in sticker form. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is very true. That is very true. If you want me to design you some stickers, I'll design you some stickers. But like, (laughs) don't fret. Don't fret, girl. You can can ship your stuff to yourself. I'm not going (laughs) to ship it for you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Anyways, that's how my heart is feeling. How's your heart feeling? (laughs) Got nothing compared to that. (laughs) Oh, man. I, I, I feel like, how's my heart feeling? I don't know. I, I Life has been really, really good, but also super overwhelming. Yeah. There's been... Always around the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. We're like getting into holiday season. Thanksgiving's next week. We literally, an hour ago, we're like, how the fuck did that happen? I do not know. I just... Yeah. I find myself just completely oscillating between those two feelings of just like immense absolute gratitude Mm -hmm. and then overwhelming oh my god just someone lock me in a closet and leave me alone for three months yep just going back and forth between those two feelings and um, yeah i don't know everything feels really good with like everyone in my life which is lovely and feels really nice and like work is good and all of that and then i start thinking about all of the things that are coming up within the next few weeks, legit from now until the end of the year, there's stuff every single weekend and the holidays in between as well. And this is what I was saying to Nico. What I keep reminding myself is it's all good things. Like I'm so grateful for that too. Like there were plenty of times when, while I was living away, I would come home for Christmas. Like, I very, I n- never came home for Thanksgiving. I always came home for Christmas because traveling back and forth is expensive. Mm-hmm. So I would come home for Christmas and I would get here like two days before Christmas, maybe three days before Christmas and then mm-hmm. leave like two days after. Mm-hmm. And so it was like this solid week of just like nonstop, go, 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 holiday spirit everywhere. And it was it was fun, overwhelming and fun. But there were always smaller moments that I ended up missing out on. Yeah. Um, Like decorating the tree and yeah. all of this stuff. And being back home for all of it is f- so fucking amazing. Like mm-hmm. literally we're having an ugly sweater party next weekend and we decorated like two weeks ago. And when we decorated, we put up four fucking Christmas trees. Like <laughs> that's insane. But also why the fuck not? Like, you know, last Christmas was so quiet. Everyone was home being safe because of COVID. And this year everybody's vaccinated. Everyone's back together. So like. Fuck yeah, we're going to do it. Let's put up all the Christmas trees we have in this house. Yeah. Um, And so it's weird because, yeah, it's super exciting and and wonderful to be part of so many fun things that I missed out on while I was living away. Mm-hmm. But then also I feel like at the end of every few days, I'm like hands on my knees like I just ran a marathon and I'm like, <gasps> okay, mm-hmm. keep going. And I, there's a part of me that's screaming like, carve out time for yourself, carve out time for yourself. But then I'm like, when? Like there's just, there's just so many wonderful good things in the next few weeks, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so as I'm saying this, I'm like, this is a lot of bitching about nothing. Um, uh, you're not bitching. <laughs> not at like, all. I, I basically, that's how I'm kind of feeling in a nutshell where I'm like, God, I'm just so grateful for so many things right now. It is overwhelming. But also though. it's just like a little overwhelming. Yeah. And also like, the holidays are stressful. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like there is always drama that's mm-hmm. like wrapped up in holidays as well. And some of it's really small of like, well, who's going to whose house and who's doing what and yeah. all that kind of stuff, especially in a big family. So that's overwhelming. And again, all stuff that I didn't have to think about while I was living away. You know, exactly. like I, I was told where I was going all the time. I yeah. was a part of that decision process and it made it really easy for me. Right. Um. So I think... Yeah. If anybody's listening and you're going into the holiday season and being like, oh, dear God. But also if you're going into it like, fuck yeah, Christmas. Like, <laughs> we're with you. <laughs> you know? I, I'm a little bit of both right now yeah. because this is the first year in five years that mm-hmm. I will be home for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Yeah. I have spent every holiday for the past five years in Austin um and this will be the first holiday season that i'm married yeah um even though we've been married for going on six years that we will be with family Mm -hmm. so there is like a it there's a lot of excitement yeah because i'm like oh my gosh i'm gonna get to hug my mom on christmas and like just just so many good things Mm mm-hmm but also like, oh my God, we have three houses to go to. Oh my God, we have so many presents to get. Oh my God, we have to like answer all these texts of yeah. like where we're going, what time we'll be there, you know? Yep. And that was never a thing. So I totally get yeah. the the magic of it and the overwhelming feeling yeah. of it all. And then it, it's wild because the time goes by so fast and I feel like it gets booked out so far from when it's actually happening so when yeah. i sit there and i'm like i have something going on every weekend from now until christmas like i'm not joking that's not <laughs> like legit every single saturday and sunday there's stuff going on from now until new year's i should say and some fridays too like cool, so it's cool, just cool. like that's I, i'm the- like sweating just thinking about that. <laughs> And I don't, that's not even me. And it's funny because then when I look at those plans, I'm sitting there, I'm going, wow, there's still so many people I'm not seeing. Like, it's just, it's wild. Yeah. Um, And so again, it feels overwhelming, but then it feels really, like, just really grateful because I'm like, God, I'm home and I get to experience all of this. And yeah. Um, and I'm so lucky that I'll get to see so many people that I love, like at the uh, ugly sweater party that we have next weekend. Um. Which for anyone who's listening, yes, I know we're doing it super early in the season, but we literally, on like the invite we sent out, it was like, COVID took a lot from all of us. Mm-hmm. Let's just fucking celebrate mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as we possibly can. Um, so yeah, yeah. I just am very much like hitting that holiday wall of like, oh my God, it's not here yet. I'm so excited <laughs> for so many things. Like we were talking earlier about like underrated and most favorite thanksgiving dishes and then i was like okay and then it's christmas and oh my god and then it's new year's and it's so exciting and it's so wonderful but also like oh my god i need a nap and it hasn't even started so um yeah it feels it feels like a lot right now for sure so i have said multiple times and i am saying it to literally everyone so everyone can hear me okay lose my number in january (laughs) (laughs) like She doesn't want to talk to you (laughs) in January. Like, we will do this podcast, and that's it. (laughs) I'm doing four things in January, and that is recording this podcast once a week (laughs) for four weeks. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to do anything. I want to save as much money as I possibly can. I want to read all the books, all of them, Mm -hmm. every Mm -hmm. single book in existence. And I want to build Legos. That's Mm -hmm. it. Like that's all i want to do you heard it here first folks (laughs) in january uh, christine popped out i don't know if anybody's an avengers fan but just pretend like i blipped if you you watched the movie oh man so yeah i just in my brain i'm like god these gonna be such amazing few weeks and then i'm like and then january silence (laughs) that is very relatable i feel like a lot of people feel the same way yeah Especially people with, people with big families. Fuck yeah. Yeah. You know? I was talking to my cousin earlier today. Uh, shout out to JR. He's the best. And I was talking to him and telling him this. And I was like, yo, homeboy, like, I don't exist in January. And I was like, and honestly, I might spread it to February. We'll, we'll find <laughs> out when it gets here. 
Um, so yeah, if you're feeling that and if you relate to that, you are definitely not alone because Mm-mm. the next few weeks are going to be wild and overwhelming and it's okay to want to break after all of it. Hell, it's okay to want to break during it, you know? Um, we leave for Salem tomorrow morning. Yes, we do. Um, Sleepover tonight. Yes. And the next two nights, actually. But I hope that even though we're going to be like, we're only there for two nights, mm-hmm. I hope you're able to just like kind of relax. Yeah. I know we're going to be exploring, but I, I hope you're able to like remove your, uh, remove a part of your brain a little bit. I'm yeah. just like the overwhelmingness i honestly i feel like that's also kind of what i was saying where it it, so many things okay things are always overwhelming to me until i'm like in it so like the perfect example is whenever i would host anything yeah like i was like (laughs) yeah Yeah. and then like the second the party started i was like whatever like i was like in it and just like enjoying it and that's exactly how I feel about us going to Salem, where I'm like, we've planned everything. We have our dinner reservations. We have our yeah. tours booked. Like, we sat down one night when I came over and we like planned out our whole trip and figured out the best way to get there, all this kind of stuff, and yeah. what to see and when. And because of that, now I'm like, fuck yeah, let's just enjoy it. Like, okay, good. it's like we were talking about this earlier. Like, I can plan so that way it goes over smoothly. And then if I do that, then I get to just enjoy it in the moment. Yeah. Um, so, like, even with, like, Thanksgiving next week, I know Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, like, we'll be grocery shopping and prepping food and stuff. But then, like, on the day of, I'm going to be like, yeah, let's fucking eat some mashed potatoes, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, I think um, I think as long as I keep being my, um, like, I don't know, Virgo moon of just, like, <laughs> super, like, preparing for things as much as I can, then when the yeah. actual moment comes, I can just enjoy it and just be in the moment because I'm not stressing about, oh, I should have done this, so it went yeah. more smoothly. Um, so even with Salem this weekend, I'm sure it's going to be fucking lovely. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, we had technical difficulties. It's um, been a minute since we did this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry if it cut off real quick there. But you're right. Salem is going to be fucking lovely. I'm very excited, and I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, you ready to do mason jar? Yeah, girl. I love doing mason jar so much. Me too. And I'm excited that this is the episode we're coming back to. Me too. All right. Let's do this. All right. We still have quite a bit in there. We do. Oh, okay. This is from We're Not Really Strangers. Okay. Red Table Talk Edition. Ooh, okay. Um, for anybody who doesn't know, the Red Table Talk is, uh, a show that's on facebook that's run by jada pinkett smith mm-hmm. where her her daughter willow and her mom adrian sit and talk have well open-hearted vulnerable conversation and they yeah. created a pack for uh the we're not really strangers game oh it's awesome it's a great show i fucking love it and i cry pretty frequently while watching it <laughs> um, which is hilarious because the question is what do you think i'm most sensitive to Ooh. Mm-hmm. I think you're most sensitive to people and things taking advantage of your time. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, because you like stuff done a certain way and mm-hmm. you thrive in, in certain ways of doing things yeah and if people take advantage of that Mm -hmm. or fuck with that Mm -hmm. then Mm -hmm. you're like well yeah fuck you (laughs) yeah yeah i'm super (laughs) sensitive to that i feel like um life in general and naturally is not necessarily the smoothest experience. Mm-hmm. And I work really hard to smooth out those edges sometimes. You really do. Yeah. Like more than any person I know, like you like I I try to be like you. Mm-hmm. And I think I do a pretty good job of like mm-hmm. if I know that something is going to stress me out, yeah. I become proactive about it. Yeah. Um, but you are like the most together person I've ever seen when it comes to your own comfort. Yeah. Because you know, 
where you're going to thrive. Yeah. And how you're going to thrive. Absolutely. And when people take advantage of you and you do have so many people in your life, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is a funny thing because (laughs) when I try to get like that, Mm -hmm. I'm like, nobody talked to me. (laughs) Uh, Nobody even come near me. This is my way of doing stuff. And if you come close to me, you're going to fuck it up. So I don't know how you do it, but you do and you manage, but you're very sensitive to people taking advantage of that yeah yeah i definitely am um yeah i really i genuinely have nothing else (laughs) yeah you right you really right uh i'm very sensitive to that and i'm sensitive in 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 the obvious way in the sense that um it makes me emotional yeah but i'm also sensitive to it in which like the tiniest flicker i'm like I can tell what's happening already. Yeah. I know what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am. I just. Oh, this is going to sound incredibly dramatic, but at the end of the day, very few people will advocate for you the way that you will do for yourself. Oh, my God, girl. <laughs> my nips got hard, though. <laughs> and I, you're right. And I and I feel like I had to learn that the hard way. Mm-hmm. Like I had to learn. That people will take and take and take and take and take until you have nothing left to give. Mm -hmm. And there are people in the world that will say, give it all. You'll replenish and then you'll have more to give. And that's great. And that's beautiful. And I'm so glad that that's what you feel comfortable saying. But that does not work for Christine Figueroa. (laughs) It just doesn't. People take and take and take and then I become a resentful bitch. Mm. And then I'm depleted. And then it sucks. And so I have had to learn what works for me and advocate for myself mm-hmm. and say like no and the times in which i feel myself spiraling is when i'm not being loyal to that mm-hmm. and where i'm like oh my god like i i'm spreading myself too thin and all that so mm-hmm. yeah so when people take advantage of that um because people still do i mean it goes back to that saying of um the people who have problems with your boundaries are the people who abuse them the most and oh. like it's true um Mm-hmm. But yes, I would definitely say that's the thing I'm most sensitive to. For sure. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, all right, what do I think you're the most sensitive to? I, I feel like we've touched upon it before. You are so sensitive to people's emotions. Yeah. And I think that you yourself are filled with such strong emotions. Mm-hmm. And you feel things really deeply. Mm-hmm. But I think because you're so sensitive to so many people's emotions, like your emotions get put on the back burner mm. until they can't anymore. I think I think you nailed it. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've said this before. I consider myself an empath. Yeah. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, mm-hmm. it's bad. Yeah. But also good. Like I yeah I don't I don't think being an empath is bad. I just think that I personally I need to learn how to control how people's emotions get to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're absolutely right. Like I take on I can walk into a room of people and and be like, "You're feeling off today. Um, you're having a pretty good day." Um, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm, I just pick up, up on it so well, yeah. um, that I just, I'm just like a sponge for people's mm-hmm. emotions and then I can't process my own Yeah, and then it builds up, builds up, builds up. And then I'm, I like can't even function Yeah, because the emotions are so strong. So nailed it. <laughs> i'm glad we're best friends <laughs> i'm glad we know each other so well <laughs> but also i i it's funny because hearing what i'm sensitive to you're like you're sensitive to that too but not as extreme and i'm sensitive to people's emotions but not as extreme as you yeah so it's like we both have more minor versions of what the other is more se- most sensitive to. And yeah. sometimes I think 
that helps our friendship in a lot of ways because ultimately you're always going to be able to understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. And I'm always going to be able to understand where you're coming from. And it might not be to the same level that the other is experiencing it. Mm-hmm. But it's very easy, like, <clears throat> because sometimes I'm sensitive to your emotions. Yeah. So we'll be in a situation. I'm like, oh, she's picking up. Like, I'm only focused on you. But you're <laughs> focused on everybody. And so, like, I'm like, oh, she's picking up on a lot of stuff. Like, holy yeah. shit. You know? Or you'll see me in a situation. And then you're going to be like, mm, we're going to be talking about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Because you already know without seeing my face or anything, like yeah. what I'm already thinking. Yeah. Because in a way you're sensitive to that as well. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm, it's not surprising, but I'm also kind of grateful because at the end of the day, like there are so many things that we don't even have to explain to each other. Cause it's like, oh, nah, no, girl, I get it. I oh, get no. it. With both of those examples. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. It's kind of nice. Wow. That was a good one. Right. I also, a- I wanted to mention, um, if anyone's in a relationship, we're not really strangers. Just came oh, out yeah. with the couples edition, and I picked one up for me and Harold. And let me tell you, it's incredible. I love that. Like we've been together for ten years, and we came back from playing that night, and like I was, we were both like, "Oh my god, I just learned so much more about you." Is that wild? It's so cool 10 years in yeah i love that shit so yeah. they just came out with a couples edition and a family edition that i definitely want to get the obviously the yeah family edition um not sponsored just we just fucking love this we game we just wish we were um <laughs> but um I'm gonna manifest that in twenty. seriously yeah it's funny because you said you guys have it nico and just played it your mom said she played it and then when your mom was talking mm-hmm. about it my my i was thinking i should get that for my parents yeah and then my mom went i want to get that and i was like wow holy shit um so yeah guys it's amazing. Really changers. play it with your friends play it with your family play it with your lover yeah everybody they they literally have so many expansion packs now yeah we're really joking it's like cards against humanity it's like every it's single like, expansion pack it's like of. the good kind of cards against humanity <laughs> exactly <laughs> don't get me wrong though i love a cards against humanity game i think yes. it's fucking hilarious oh, and awful man. okay one more one more one more uno mas this was kind of like uh an update episode of like why we've been so quiet but yeah. also we wanted to squeeze a couple of mason direct questions in. exactly all right <laughs> uh oh this is table topics do it yourself therapy edition okay how often do you know you're right but let it go to avoid an argument oh boy one more time how often do you know you're right but let it go to avoid an argument i don't think i do that very often mm-hmm. if i know i'm right I'm, i'll fight you Yes, you will. Harold, yes, get will. in here. No, I was gonna. Kidding. I was gonna say. I feel like the person who probably experiences that the most would be Harold. Yeah, and it's like such beautiful, unconditional love between the two of you that I feel like you'd be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna fucking tell you what I think right now about how you're wrong," mm-hmm. and then we're gonna watch a horror movie afterwards. I do want to know his answer to that, though. Oh, we're gonna have to ask him that. Yeah, yeah. But I. Because that's something we learned um, when we were um, playing We're Not Really Strangers Couples Edition is like, I forget, I totally forget what the question was, but mm-hmm. it was like, um, our, 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 when we're in a fight, mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. our fighting styles are. Yeah, if, you guys are telling me about that's that. That's the right wording for that. Mm-hmm. And that was so interesting Mm -hmm. because we talked about it so much that we found like the the root of it Mm. um and my if we get into a disagreement my argument style is to hash it out right there put it all on the table we're gonna we're not gonna get off of this couch until we solve this Mm -hmm. issue that we're having and his is just ignore it and sweep it under the rug because he doesn't like confrontation. Mm-hmm. And the root 
of those things are so just like in your face yeah. because my parents got divorced when I was little mm-hmm. or seventh grade and they never used to fight. Yep. And I, I remember the one fight that I remember them having mm. and it was like a week before they got divorced. Yeah. Um, and for Harold and his family growing up, his parents always used to fight. Yeah. Like really, really fight. Mm-hmm. And so he just hid in his room because he didn't like hearing it. Yeah. And I, and we were just sitting there like, oh, my God, this makes so much sense now. Yep. It definitely does. And just like finding us being married mm-hmm. now is so odd because those are two totally opposite things yeah Mm -hmm. and now as a married couple we need to kind of like compromise on our fighting styles yeah yeah absolutely it's funny that you say odd because instantly as you were saying odd the first time i think we're ever not on the same page or not (laughs) thinking the exact same thing you said odd and in my brain i was thinking wow what a beautiful healing experience no it really was yeah like knowing that or like learning how to handle this because you're sitting there saying I don't want to be like my parents and get divorced so we should fight yeah and he's saying I don't want to be like my parents so we should never fight mm-hmm. and both of those are toxic in a way because yep. they can be taken to such an extreme that you either never have a conversation where there's confrontation or you always have confrontation right and so for each one of you to be essentially healing those wounds mm-hmm. of growing up in that type of situation, even though they're very different situations. Yeah. But healing those wounds by, while working through it together, mm-hmm. saying like, hey, we're in this moment. My body is telling me to start yelling and your body is telling you to shut down. We got to find a middle ground. It's so crazy. Yeah. And like after we had that conversation, like I started reflecting back on like, what I do in arguments when we have a disagreement. Like, what do I do? And I tend to fucking hammer that ice. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? I just, like, hammer it, hammer it, hammer it until it explodes. Yeah. And it's not an argument anymore. Yeah. Like, it's, like, I don't even know. Like, I created, like, a fucking tornado of Mm -hmm. anger um, between the both of us because I want to get this solved and he's like so blocked off yep. from everything and i'm like hammering 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 and then it like both of us just get uncomfortable yeah and i'm like why do i do that mm-hmm. like that like so it's so interesting 10 years later we're still finding things mm-hmm. that we got to work on and work through and compromise on and like yeah. talk about it's so cool. I love that you guys are both willing to come to the table and figure it out. Yeah. Because there are a lot of relationships where that isn't the case. Yeah. You know, and and figuring out, hey, we both do this thing that actually kind of cancels the other one out. Mm-hmm. We got to figure out a way how to come to it together and, and exactly. work through this. Because when I do this, you clearly can't hear me. And when you do that, I can't hear you. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing here? Right. Um, and it's interesting because I think most couples that I know, there's one person who's incredibly vocal and there's the other person who shuts down. Yeah. 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 And I, and I, I, I don't claim to know exactly what their upbringings were to sit there and be like, oh, it's similar situations too. Yeah. Yeah. But I just looking through a lot of the couples I know, I'm like, oh yeah, there's definitely when they're, when they fight, there's definitely one that's like super loud and vocal and there's one that's just like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, if the person who's loud and vocal got that as a response, would be incredibly irritating. Yep. But if the person who wants to, like, take a minute to process right. has someone, like, in their face, that wouldn't be good either. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Interesting. Um. So that was a very long-winded answer to say that I'm I'm eager to see what Harold's answer would be, mm-hmm. um, but I tend to always be right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I could totally imagine him saying, like, he bites his tongue a lot. I'm sure he does. Fights. Yeah. 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 I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah. 
it's hard but also like you know similarly people from the other perspective they got to work on that too Mm -hmm. um because that's absolutely me i always i first of all similarly to you i'm like i'm always right um however i will bite my tongue till it bleeds to avoid an argument Mm -hmm. and i have been told a million different things by different people as to why they believe that that is the case like Jill's like it's because you're a Libra and you're just like all about equilibrium and like making everyone feel comfortable and like you know you don't want to rock the boat and all this stuff but mm-hmm. I think ultimately my parents didn't fight like that but I think that me and my dad did mm-hmm. and I ha- and Harold and I have talked about this cuz we both feel the same way I have a really really nasty side of me yeah that i don't like to come up and there is a really bad temper there and there is anger there and it's scary and i've seen it enough times in my life to look back on those moments and be like i don't i don't want to be that person Mm -hmm. and it can come to the surface very easily. And I feel, this sounds so dramatic, and I know it's another superhero reference, but it feels like the Hulk where I'm like, (laughs) I'm always angry, and that can just come to the surface very quickly. And I work really hard to not have that be the case because I know, this kind of goes against what you were just saying about yourself, but I'm like, when I'm screaming, nobody's listening to me. Mm. Because, like, nobody wants to listen to someone yelling in their face. Yeah. And when I sit, and growing up, I yelled a lot and it didn't get me anything that I wanted and becoming an adult and learning how to sit down and have the uncomfortable conversations has gotten me so much further yeah. in my life. And there are a lot of moments in which I know that I'm right and I won't have the argument. And what I think I'm needing to learn and something that I want to work on when I start going to therapy is like all things, there has to be a middle ground. Like yeah. there are some times when I know I'm right and I want the other person to know I'm right, but it's my ego talking. Like, yeah. does me being right really matter in this situation? Yeah. No, it doesn't. But I just want to prove that I'm right. Right. Um, I don't feel like that's healthy. But I also think that biting my tongue to my own detriment is not healthy as well. Mm-hmm. So I know that that is literally... Liz keeps laughing at me because I keep joking that I have like an ongoing list of things that I want to like walk into that first therapy appointment. Yeah, you're going like, to have a list, girl. And be like, I got to work on this, this, all this. <laughs> um, and then Liz is like, your therapist is going to be like, the fact that you made a list, that's the first thing we need to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this is absolutely one of the things that I want to address is because um, I want to understand why and I want to learn how to fix it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's multi-layered in a lot of ways like a lot of that anger i've learned how to um work through to get to the other side where it's like i'm so fucking pissed off right right now i'm so angry i know i'm right like and these are all my bullet points reasons and and uh, like you get so mad and then i feel like i'm really good at them being like okay why are you mad Mm -hmm. which spoiler alert it's almost always what we were saying in that first question where it's like I'm being like I feel like I'm being taken advantage of or I'm not being heard or I'm not being understood mm-hmm. um but I try really hard to like when I get that angry and get that upset and like I'm like ready to scream I'm like what's really going on here yeah you know because sometimes it's not what I think it is yeah um which is really hard but um yeah unfortunately I do it a lot I do it a lot and um I, this person from Austin, who obviously I've talked about on this podcast before, one of the last things that they said to me, which is just like, I hate when someone, Dane Cook, who I can't remember was last time I mentioned that name, (laughs) a long time ago, he made like this whole joke about like earworming someone. I think that's how he worded it, where it's like someone says something to you Mm -hmm. and it burrows its way into your head and then it blows up down the road. And I remember this person making a comment that basically said, I'm never going to be the kind of person who doesn't say things just to keep the peace. And it was meant to be like as a dig. And I remember being so insulted. But the reason why I was so insulted is because it was true. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was just like, how how dare you 
say that to me, but it was, it's fucking true. Like, that's absolutely what I do. Like, I am such a people pleaser and a peacemaker to my detriment where I'm like, I'll keep my mouth shut, you know, to avoid a problem, which is funny because a lot of the times with my friends, like, I'm like word vomiting and I'm like, you Mm -hmm. know exactly how I feel about everything. Yeah. But in a lot of situations, I'm not like that. And um, I think that I do it, but I do it too much. For sure. Where I'm yeah. like, I know I'm fucking right, but I'm going to keep my mouth shut. And again, sometimes I have to figure out why am I doing that? Like, you know, um, do I just want to prove that I'm right because my ego is like needs to be stroked? Mm-hmm. Um, which is a lot of the time the case. And then mm-hmm. there's other times where I think about it after the fact. And I'm like, well, I really should have advocated more in that situation. I should have spoken up more. Yeah. Um, but I think that there is a lot of different roots that built that tree you know like especially the idea of um just being younger and like not being ever really a part of the conversation and i think so many people can relate to that like never really being a part of the conversation having your voice heard yeah and being told constantly like no 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 your opinion that doesn't work here yeah what matters more is my opinion right um and that's what we're gonna follow and so i think at a really young age i just learned like okay the path of least resistance is biting my tongue Mm. and Mm -hmm. um as I've gotten older, the people who are closest to me are like, you got a lot of fucking opinions about everything. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because, and why do I feel that? Why is that? Because in those relationships, it's like unconditional love. I can say right. whatever the fuck I want to say to you. Right. To anyone in my inner circle. And no one's going to blink an eye. Right. You know? Um, but I don't really feel that way with, like the radiating circles outside of that inner circle yeah and so that's something that i definitely want to work on but also not take it to the extreme where i'm just walking around screaming and yelling all the time and you know exactly so that's all the balance like everything is wow but yeah that was a great answer thank you yeah that was an interesting question yeah i read it and i literally paused because i'm like oh all the fucking time cool 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 this is i'm when i go into my first therapy session i'm just gonna bring half these questions yeah you should i'm gonna be like so these questions brought up some shit and i feel like we need to address it yep <laughs> but you're gonna need to be like hi therapist please listen to my podcast before we start our session <laughs> i'll just send the link <laughs> i'm like all you need to know is just listen to this podcast <laughs> take some notes we'll discuss when i come in <laughs> oh my god but uh yeah so, anyway. Okay. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. Okay. That felt good. That was great. I miss doing this. Me too. Yeah. It felt really good to get mm. back into it. And we'll be back. We will be back next week. Um, Actually, next week's Thanksgiving. We'll figure it out. We will figure it out. Ultimately, our dream is to do this every single week. But yeah. Honestly, if we are actively trying to give the people in our lives grace, we have to give it to ourselves as well. And so if there's time in which it doesn't work, understand that if you're not getting a new episode that week, shit's going on. Maybe it's not all bad, but like shit's going on. Life's happening. Definitely. And we will definitely get behind the microphone as soon as we possibly can. But our dream is definitely every week. So that's what we try to aim for. Yeah. But sometimes, you know, life happens. Definitely. Um, if you want to say hi to us or put a question in the mason jar, mm-hmm. you can email us at magic seeker, the magic seeker society at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at the magic seeker society. Follow us on Twitter at magic seekers mm-hmm. and yeah. follow us on Twitter at TMS. Wait. Oh, you can totally uh talk about your other podcast (laughs) you had like a uh wait what are you saying tms wait magic seeker yeah twitter magic seekers you said it i did right yeah yeah wait what what's t (sighs) never mind (laughs) i just had a brain fart well you are on two different podcasts i know like you end up having to say the same spiel all the time and sometimes when i abbreviate both of them i'll write tmss Mm. no Mm -hmm. yeah 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 society and then for my other one i'll write a m m i h okay i just really (laughs) confused myself so many letters (laughs) 
Okay, guys. Thanks it's for tuning in. It's <laughs> so like, late. Oh, this is so much later than we're usually recording. I, s- I still gotta pack half my shit for Salem. <laughs> it's like 10 o'clock. Okay. We love you so much. We love you. We will be back. Thank you for, so much for tuning in. You guys are the best. We missed you. We missed you. We're so happy to much. be back. Okay, bye. Bye.